Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to your Guide to Love podcast. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I'm Zachary Pontello here, and he's a transformational life coach in plant. He's a practitioner of plant medicine. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks, Haley. Yes. Thanks for having me on. I'm so, honestly, I'm very glad to be here. I am beyond excited to have you. We met through a mutual friend, Chelsea. Thanks, girl. And yeah. I love everything that you're about. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Sure. Yeah. So my name is Zach. Uh, as you mentioned, I work in the coaching field, the coaching business. I really help people uncover this kind of inner purpose that I really believe that we all have and really kind of guide people to allowing the, the best of themselves to, to manifest through on a daily basis. And yeah, as you mentioned, I, I also work with uh, plant medicine. So I had just spent about a year, about 11 and a half months living in Peru and Brazil as well, um, practicing with shamans, working with these, these really sacred old medicines. So that's what I've been doing for the past year. And now I'm back running my coaching practice, which is called One Thought Growth. Mm, yes, I love that. And then you've also been a practitioner of plant medicine. How long have you been doing that? Yeah, so that really started when I got to Peru. I got in touch with a the owner of one of these healing centers, they're called. So they, they practice two kinds of medicine there, mainly ayahuasca and something called San Pedro. Uh, so I got in touch with an owner there. We became good friends. I ended up doing a ceremony at his center and then... Coincidentally, he actually, I, I had this intention to want to work there and he actually was feeling that as well. So he invited me to, to work there. So then I started working there. So that had been about, that's about over, a little bit about over a year and a half ago I started. Mm, yes. I love that. Yeah. Before we talked, I told you that I really want to do that. I've heard, have you heard Rhythmia? Rhythmia? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Several YouTubers that I follow, they have been there and they do that too. And it, it just seems is that like Costa Rica. Yes. Yes. Okay. That, is that, is that a, that's a center. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, I've heard of that one actually. Okay. Yeah. 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 Awesome. And so this is probably something you work on with your clients in terms of the fact that I've heard that it just shifts your paradigm completely. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it really has the potential to do, to do all of that and, and more. Um, so for those who don't know, uh, ayahuasca, is a is a medicine that comes from uh, a vine and a a leaf so surprisingly it's simply three ingredients it's simply a vine a leaf and boiled boiled in water that's it and what's so beautiful about this medicine is it has this potential to heal you on on multi-dimensional levels it uh physically it has this this healing power but it also has this ability to really cure your some mental elements that you might have as well as spiritual mm, yes i love that yeah because i've heard that oh, i can't remember the name of the author mm -hmm. he's a big famous doctor he wrote a book on plant medicine mm -hmm. and cool. um aubrey marcus is you know aubrey marcus right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he had him on his podcast and it, you know i think it's great for people to use that for anxiety and depression because it seems like anxiety and depression is rampant nowadays in our society yeah, definitely. I mean, anxiety and depression is is definitely it's it's rampant. It's 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 becoming normalized in a way of it's it's almost being we're almost being conditioned to think it's it's normal and natural where 
it might not simply be that. It might actually be something that's unnatural that's being caused from, you know, invisible things such as such as the way that we're mentally processing, the way that we're perceiving the world. And to kind of go back to the, the thing that you mentioned about plant medicine, such as ayahuasca, ayahuasca is a great tool to to really try and treat some of that. But one thing that has to be noted is it's it has to be done in the right setting. So that's what's so beautiful about plant medicine is it's centered around really old ancient traditions. So it's done in something called a, a ceremony, which obviously we've all heard of the word, but it's 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 something that's very, very sacred. So done in the right setting, it really has the potential to to just do so much good for for the individual and really for the world. Yeah, I love that because I've personally in the past I was I think I told you this. I was on an antidepressant. Yeah, you mentioned that. And now I have no interest in ever going back on that, but I do have okay. moments of anxiety now. And so that's why yeah. I'm interested in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And 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 for me, like my whole coaching basis is coming down to okay, let's understand. Let's go deep. Let's let's go back to that aphorism, you know, at the Temple of Delphi, know thyself. You know, anxiety, it's 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 showing us something. It's it's actually can be, it's a tool. It's, it's, it's there for a reason. And it's often showing us something that's not functioning well in our life and whether that's in the mental again, physically, whatever, however it might be, but it's saying, Hey, we got to We got to change something. We got to We got to fix something. So there's always new ways to approach it. Um, how do you feel, you know, how, did you have a withdrawal having to step off that or was, how was that experience for you? Um, I was kind of nervous to come off and Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, they yeah. kind of make it seem like it's this intense thing that when you get off antidepressants. I've heard that. I've yeah, heard you that. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I've be heard careful that. with the suicidal thoughts and all this stuff. Yeah, I've heard that, so I, I don't really say anything about it. Um, I just taper off of it. I was fine. I think for nice. me, even now, it all goes back to the daily habits that I talk to the people that I work with about. Sure. It, Absolutely. Meditation, yeah. spending time in nature daily like calming mm -hmm. your energy because mm -hmm. for me i noticed that it's very easy for me to get swept up in the energy of the collective conscious mm, consciousness absolutely. where all of a sudden i'm like whoa yes all totally. this stuff going on and then i don't get anything down on my to-do list because i'm so yes bad, you know? yeah oh, totally i totally resonate with that and i and i love that i feel like everything you mentioned uh meditation something that i also teach going in nature i really consider those to be grounding grounding practices so like if you would imagine like uh, without those, you could kind of be like a feather. So, you know, on a beautiful day, a feather doesn't move much. But once it gets windy, you know, you're blown all around. So those practices that you mentioned, grounding is just so important. And on my own personal journey, it's been life changing. I mean, like you said, it's, life can be difficult and we're kind of all over the place. We don't have the grounding. It can be a bit strenuous at times. And, and I think a lot of us, a lot of people go through that. Yeah, definitely. And then, okay, so what would you say for you? Like, do yeah. you have a daily habit of meditation? What do you do? Absolutely, yeah. So uh, I've been meditating daily for six years. So started off uh, really, really short, really small. Um, actually started off the first year was simply five minutes a day. And I was so, like, <laughs> I encourage this to people too, and it never really started. Uh, five minutes a day, use a meditation music, literally put the five minutes on your timer, mm -hmm. start like that. 
you know, I, it's a lot to me, lifelong practice. I think a lot of people jump in, they're, they're trying to go 20 minutes and it's like a lot. And it's not meant to be a lot. It's, it's meant to really be something that you kind of ease yourself into. So yeah, the meditation, uh, exercise, uh, as well as I've really become a really big uh, believer just by experience of the affirmations and, 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 and gratitude prayers, um, things like this. Yeah. Yeah. How about yourself? Yeah, I um when I want to say something real quick, I really loved how yeah. you said ease into meditation. Absolutely. I think meditation can be very intimidating for people. Yeah. Oh, you got it, Haley. It is, right? in that yeah. word too. You know, there's a stigma around the word, you know, like there's a stigma. It's like anything, right? I mean, you look at a concert pianist and you're never gonna want to play the piano if you've never played because it's like, whoa, how do you get there? And sometimes we're often shown, you know, these people who, who are really, really great at the practice and that can be almost discouraging. So it's, it's, it's really something to ease yourself into and, 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 and walk yourself into. And that's, that's, that's a, I think, a really natural way for it to occur because you don't want to psych yourself out, <laughs> you know. Yeah, definitely. And I think that, like, for me, the day we have yeah. have been meditation. Cool. Um, journaling journaling great spending time in nature but you know my habits i would say for me too it's like there was a while there where i was like constantly looking at what are these daily habits that everybody's doing yeah i know what you mean i do i do i do i know exactly what you're saying and it's tricky again Uh, you know what i like about meditation is it's so experiential a lot of our days we might be searching 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 where it's nice to have a practice where it's like, okay, I don't need to search for anything. I can just sit here for a little bit, be myself. And God forbid I have some negative thoughts. It's fine. I'm just going to sit here and, you know what I mean? Just kind of be with myself for a little bit. And that's a beautiful thing to have. And we all have that. We all have the potential to do that. So yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting with so much information out there. It's really easy to kind of want to just, what is the best thing? What is the best thing? And, uh, you know, everyone has their own recipe. Everyone kind of has their own equation. No one's going to have the same exact thing. That's I agree with you. It is so individual. Yeah. It's, and that's what's beautiful about it. Mm-hmm. It's super it's- individual. It's an expression of who you are. And that's great. You know, like some people really, I've talked to some people and they're like, dude, I just, I cannot connect with meditation, you know, but then we keep their mind open. And before you know it, they're connecting, like you said, just going for a walk. That's mm-hmm. just Mm-hmm. They resonate more with that. And we're all on our own life path too. I mean, expecting that one thing is going to be this, this all for, for, for everybody is a bit, uh, it's a bit, uh, it could be a bit naive even. I agree with you about that. I know I stopped watching those videos cause I was like, Oh, this is just, this is what works for this person. I've got to figure out what works for me. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I love that approach too, because it's like with that approach, we can all grow on our own accord. One thing that like ayahuasca really taught me. So when I was working at the center, I was uh, basically the counselor as well. So I I am fluent in Spanish. So I was the translator and the counselor. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was just mesmerized by, by how many people arrived with like some severe trauma, like severe trauma. And these were people like in settings, like that you would have no idea, right? Like they're working the corporate job. They're extremely nice you know, and then they disclose some things to you and you're just taken back. And I think that that was a really eye-opening moment to kind of remember like, hey, everyone's got their own experiences. Like you kind of mentioned, right? Like not everyone might just be ready to kind of jump into meditation. They might need to do something in a group first. 
or something else. You know, we all have a really unique story. And that's what's so beautiful about being a human is we can empathize with others. And the more we empathize, the more we understand really us as a collective. Mm. Yeah, and I like that you said that, though, because I do think that, you know, there's a lot of fear around plant yeah. medicine. There's yeah. a lot of fear. What, what did you say here? There's a, a lot, lot of, fear. of fear around it. Yeah, there is. There is. And, you know, if, if we'd like to expand, I can maybe elaborate a little bit there with the fear. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think you're nodding your head. Yes. Um, sure. So, so it's interesting, right? A lot of fear, I think, comes from the misunderstanding of thought. Thought as being something that's ours, for example. So let me give you an example. Uh, sometimes when I work with people and uh, they mention, you know, I'm going to sit there and all these terrible things about myself are going to come up, all these things about myself. And I, you know, I listen, you know, I hear that, you know what I mean? And, and, and that's not an easy experience. But then you have to wonder, okay, you know, things are coming in this, in this realm of thought, but you don't have to give it power. I mean, you have some power there. It's not like the thought dominates you, right? The, it's, we're going really now to the principle and the nature of thought. And that's kind of what Buddhism really tries to teach us is that thought creates our re reality, yet we have a say in what thoughts we really give power to. And meditation allows us to sit with thoughts that might be negative instead of pushing those away, we kind of get comfortable in grounding ourselves and empowering ourselves by realizing it's just a thought and it's going to pass. And then what's so beautiful about thought is it passes. And then the more we just kind of keep letting it pass, it, it actually might not even ever return again. Yes, I agree with you. And one thing I've noticed, because I worked with an energy healer once and she was saying how most of the thoughts we think aren't even our own thoughts. Yeah, so true. So true. Hey, I couldn't agree with you more. Like <laughs> absolutely. And 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 that's and that's where that's where the, the, the key word really of meditation, observation. Observe. Observe and let it pass. Observe and let it flow. Observe, let it flow, follow the breath. All of that is grounding yourself, grounding yourself, grounding it. You're teaching your being how to maneuver and navigate through this highly informational world that we live in where as you just mentioned a lot of our thoughts might not even actually be coming through us it might be coming from a different source or a different you know subconscious type of thing that we saw yes definitely and i also think that it's it's gender specific you know when you think of okay. it like sure. a lot of programming for women is i'm not enough based off of looks mm. um sure. putting worth in relationship Man, it's putting worth in their money or... Sure, you resonate with that, definitely. Yeah, and that's so interesting. Uh, it's interesting you bring that up, kind of the, the, the gender difference there. Very, very interesting. Yeah, and, and you know, being a woman, you know, that, that having those thoughts and, and sitting with those thoughts is never going to be easy, you know, and no one's going to say that that's easy, you know, so it's definitely noble um, for anyone who's going through that to to attempt and... And really just when we was going through that, understand that you're, <laughs> you deserve respect, man. You know, you have so much to give this world. Everyone is listening. That's for sure. Mm, yes, definitely. Yeah. And that's what I've noticed too, is I think so many women, you know, it's such, I've noticed that some of the women that I've worked with as clients, it's yeah. an unhealthy relationship with themselves yeah. sexually or with their body. Sure. And so it's okay. like, you can never develop the relationship that you want sexually if you're constantly beating your body up. 
Mm-hmm. 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 Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, uh, it's almost like kind of those, those really critical things about yourself that once again, might not even be created from you, but rather the agreements through society. It's almost like it kind of puts up a barrier that won't let you get through to that, that kind of dream stage of a relationship that you might want to have. Is that mm-hmm. kind of what you're, what you're yes. saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I can't be on top during sex because I'm afraid mm-hmm. of how I'm going to look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Those are, those are challenging things. And, and I think that as a man or a woman, what, what is important to remember is that so many of us are going through things like that. I think a lot of times our society promotes like this perfect person and you know, that's usually not the case. A lot of us are going through things. So it's always important to remember that you're not alone, you know, and, and you, you can really, you can grow and develop and, and to keep, keep pursuing that, keep, keep trying to, to learn and, and to overcome these things. And, and I think everyone can with time and, and, and patience and, and practice, that's for sure. Mm, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So what would you tell people? Cause I know we talked about this before we started filming. There's yeah. so much going on right now and yeah, there's a lot and the collective energy and yeah. media news. What would you tell people? Yeah, you know, it's I'm going to be really human right now. You know, I'm supposed to be the coach here, <laughs> but uh, it's been a challenging time. You know, I think for everybody, I know it's been challenging for me emotionally. Um, but with that said, I, I I feel as if so. Let's kind of go back to my story a little bit. So that that Peru experience, working with the sacred medicine, all of that working with these shamans and, and living in, in the Andes mountains, you know, isolated. I had no Facebook. I disconnected from everything. It was like the earth grabbed me, you know, and was like, return back to your natural roots, return back to what makes humans natural. And I think right now is a time when we're being challenged and tested in a sense of, you know, there's this going to be new solutions that are going to be proposed that might not be natural. You know, let me give you an example. For example, everything's every solution we've been given so far, wash your hands, don't do this, don't do that. Those are all external things. Very few people are saying, hey, keep your immune system high. You know, be with be with your family, talk to your family, go outside, get natural, get fresh air, do these, do some grounding practices, surround yourself around passion, maintain, you know, a mindful eye of how much you're watching negative information. I think really at this exact moment with, with so much emotion in the air, I think it goes back to really grounding practical things like that. I think we need to kind of let this kind of dissipate a little bit. There's so much energy. There's so much emotion trying to get your head wrapped around it. Isn't doing much for people. So I think right now it's going back to really basic, basic things, enjoying what you have, being grateful, you know, making sure you're keeping your immune system high. And then as things kind of unfold, we can kind of generate, you know, our next move about where we're all going to kind of go with this. Mm. Yeah. I like how you kept that simple because I think that, um, that is so true. It's like washing hands, doing all this other stuff when really the basics is us putting our needs first. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And, 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 you know, I was honestly, uh, I was a bit disappointed, you know, I mean, these, these people claim to be experts and, you know, they are, they are experts and uh, yet all their solutions are, are, are very primitive. I mean, 
you know, they didn't mention once keep your immune system high. It's just uh, bizarre. But, you know, once again, that's kind of the direction that our, our, our collective consciousness is going. So I would encourage you to continue to continue seeking, you know, the naturalness of the earth, man, because it has so much to give and it will always take care of us. Mm, yes. Seek the truth. No, for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. That reminds me of when I did a water fast for the first time and be back to you. How long did you go? For a day. This oh, you is, did for a day? Yeah. I just wanted nice. to see how it would happen. I want to go that? longer. For the sure. first time, I just wanted to see, like, okay, what yeah, happened? Absolutely. And every kind of, like, thing in the world comes out. Like, oh, yeah. How much, or at least for me, how yeah. much of eating is emotional. Like, I'm not even eating that mm. because I'm hungry. I'm eating because it's noon and I should be eating. Mm, that's so interesting. I just, I got really into uh, fasting about three years ago. I mean, for me, I'm, I'm going through a total mind shift where, wait, 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 whoa, it's not normal to have three meals a day. That's not actually like natural, you know, like mm-hmm. this idea of like, we have to eat three meals a day. There's no other way, mm-hmm. you know, as an athlete growing up my whole life, I thought there was like, the, if I didn't eat my dinner, mm-hmm. you know, help everybody around me because, <laughs> you know, we have to eat our dinner. So yeah, it is interesting how the body, you know, the schedule of the body and, and, and things like that, it, it could be more of habit than actual needing to eat at certain times. Well, yeah, and I also think it's emotional too. Like I'm bored. Yeah, so, so elaborate on that. So what do you mean by the emotional part? Well, I think that I'm also, we are trained as a society, especially America, sure. to eat on emotion, right? You're happy, eat. You're sad, eat. Mm, okay. You're only bored, eat that would that makes a lot of sense and i and it definitely has has kind of come up with a few people i've i've talked to you know who might have struggled with something like that it's emotional eating and and that can definitely be harmful if it's if it's constant that's Mm -hmm. for sure that's for sure now how did you feel after your fast what was that like for you i felt um I was glad I did it, but I think for me, it was the, the whoa. I have oh, a, really? cool. an attachment to food that I'm still working on, actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it was, like, it was actually, it was almost like, a, it seemed like a little bit of healing in there. Yeah, I had a lot of realizations. Energy. Yeah, insight. Mm-hmm. Insight, which is important. That's awesome. Yeah, like I don't eat breakfast anymore. Okay. Okay. So you kind of leave breakfast out? You said breakfast? Yeah, I don't really need it. For me, I think that's something yeah. too, is like constantly our society is telling us all these different diets and it's overwhelming. So I'm it is. Yeah. It is. It totally is. It, it, yeah. It, that, it, it is overwhelming. Yeah, so it's like, like you think I you got it. Yeah. What do I need to be? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Right. Like, 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 uh, this is the one thing. And then the next day you have the, the, the study shows that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, did you find that when you were not eating that day that your mind was racing a lot? Yes. And, but okay. then I kind of calmed down later in the afternoon. I had a ton of energy. Nice. Um, nice. But I also think, yeah, it goes back to tuning within, which is what you're saying and not mm-hmm. looking at all these other sources that tell us what to do. Mm-hmm. 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 And this, this kind of wraps back. You could wrap this back to ayahuasca a little bit because Ayahuasca, so it's a completely internal experience. So you're almost actually reduced back to a state where you're actually laying, you know, if you're a patient, you're actually, you're laying on your side or you're laying in a bed 
and you're having this very internal experience. So once again, kind of pointing in the direction of instead of always looking outward for the answers, we have this beautiful being, this beautiful spirit that's there to guide us. And, it's, and we all have it. We're all part of it. And it's always there. So it's like kind of relearning how to go back within, connect to something we could say that we're greater than ourselves, that we're all connected to, and allowing that to guide us a little bit, a little bit which is an interesting kind of uh, view, especially with our contemporary you know, idea of, of where we should seek knowledge. Mm, yeah, definitely. Because we're taught to not do that. No, and, 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 and it's, it's, it's almost like we've been taught like, oh, you don't want to go within because you don't know what's lurking there. Like, mm. oh, what's inside is going to be so scary. <laughs> I would actually say what's outside is a lot, a lot scarier than what's on the inside. Mm, that is true. Yes, you're right yeah. about that. And people are, it's like when, when people say I can't meditate. Well, you haven't tried yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We can do anything. We we can learn anything. You know, it's been scientifically proven that our brains are elastic. You know, we're always learning new things. We, we can learn anything, but really the main ingredient behind it is passion. So it kind of goes back to the beginning of our conversation where we said, hey, not one recipe works for everybody because we all have different passions. So if you can get your passion behind it, you got it. You got it. it, it that's what it's all about. It's really passion before anything. Mm, I so agree with you on that. And it's the, um, it's what I was talking to some of that earlier. It's the orgasmic sexual energy that should be the passion, like that fuels that. Yeah, totally, totally. And mm -hmm. it's like kind of going back to thought, the thoughts relationship to the external because we're experiencing our thoughts. So unfortunately, if a man or a woman has some insecurities, they can't let that passion drive through them which would then lead to perhaps repression and, 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 and whatever, right? You mentioned lack of orgasm or whatever. Oh, it yeah. be, uh -huh. Right. Yeah. So it's like, uh, it's not allowing that sexual energy, which is so pure. It's actually, it's really our, our ultimate creative energy that we have to really flow through, flow through you. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And really, you know, we have made sexual energy dirty. It's not like, I loved how you said it here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 and it's interesting. It's interesting kind of taking a step out of the box, kind of looking at the world that we live in, in terms of like the sexual world that we live in. And we kind of have done two things. So something really happened when, um, when birth control came around. And once again, this is not bad or, or good. It happened. It came around. But really, sex was no longer in the beginning. Sex was 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 really actually much more about reproduction. A lot of it was was reproductive, and this was on the mind. Maybe you know, love and reproduction, and then sex. You know, we started to have um, contraceptives. So then we kind of forgot that it's actually a creative force. It's not just pleasure. There's, it's actually what we use to create, and that energy is so powerful. It's so beautiful. It's what created you. It's what created me. And therefore it is, it is, it is so sacred, powerful and sacred. So it's, it's, it's really, uh, just a beautiful thing. Beautiful. It's just, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. It's, it's beautiful. Mm. I agree with you on that. And I also think it's, it's being committed to living a life you were turned on by, not like turned on like, Oh my God, I'm horny all the time, but like turned on. Okay. So kind of, kind of, Share elaborate 
Okay, so yeah. this is kind of my motto that I always talk about with clients is like yeah, sure. living a life that you wake up and you're you're having joy and excitement living that mm. life. Mm. You so know, you're going big, you're going not, big picture. Yeah, it's not, oh my God, I need alcohol because my husband's annoying me or oh, mm. I need this or I need that. No, mm -hmm. you are so excited that everything is within you mm -hmm. and you are living eternal life mm -hmm. from yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And again, that you're, you're shifting, you're really starting to, sh you're shifting the whole thing. You're saying, okay, we don't need the external. It's coming through us mm -hmm. and less of, oh, I need that. So I feel this way. Yes. Cause we were waiting. Okay. For example, I just got, uh, my mom gave me a, a really cute outfit for Easter and it was really nice. cute. And I was like, thank you. Yes. But I also think it, I've been really tuning into this, the feeling that I felt when I got yeah. that, when I received that, I could have felt that whether I received it or not. Mm, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So people Ab are waiting for that feeling <laughs> to feel it. Absolutely. 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 And, and yeah, this is, you know, it's interesting because this kind of goes into gratitude. Gratitude, one thing I've learned through experience, gratitude is an experience and it has depths and levels to it. So for example, uh, I remember when I was younger and, 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 you know, someone would tell you, well, well, be, be grateful for that. And you'd say like, yeah, I'm grateful. That's like iceberg, tip of the iceberg mm -hmm. level of potentiality of an experience with gratitude. If you really go within or you, you try to recommend anyone to try this, close your eyes to really think about what you're grateful for. Think about it, feel it. You can have an experience that's, that's very deep, very profound and you not externally, nothing new has been there. You're just realizing what's already there, but it's coming from within outward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's not saying I have to wait for this to happen. Yes. Therefore I can feel blank. Exactly. And yes. I, when I work with purpose with people, cause it's really what we kind of hone in on is, is, is discovering day-to-day -day purpose. That's, that's really the secret. It's like, okay, how, you know, life purpose, we all have this, internal almost like whether it's to serve or to learn this or to do that and that kind of drives us but that's not even it how do you find purpose in your day-to-day -day life because that giant great goal of serving humanity is beautiful and noble or whatever it might be but how do you find purpose at one o'clock on a monday right before lunch you know and you're a little bit tired where is purpose there how can you kind of live feeling fulfilled day to day and that comes back to once again, perhaps realizing that we don't necessarily need the external things all the time. We can be experiencing things from within and, and letting that guide us instead of just searching for the external. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you on that. Well, I mean, so many industry, so many industries profit off that. Yeah, they do. And, 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 you know, studying psychology for a while I, I think people have to be a little uh maybe a little bit fed up of them tapping into our subconscious i mean if you study the way that marketing is nowadays if you, you can just type in marketing document pdf i mean it's that simple and they will tell you we need to plug into this person's necessity you know subconscious level by doing this you know i mean so kind of goes back again to how many thoughts do we have that are our own there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot 
of things that are want to attract our mind that want to keep our attention there attention is like the sun for us i mean it's even been proven on a quantum level that if you are looking at an experiment if where you're looking the it's changing actually like the particles like our actual attention bends time and space almost you can almost say it like that so we always have to be mindful like where is our attention what are we focusing on what what values do we have where do we get those values what do we think about ourselves you know what, why do we have such intense agreements about ourselves when is it time just to let go for a little bit and just to simply be when is it time to seek and trying to equilibrate all these different questions wow yeah really and i think it's like you know it's like the whole thing about self-hate who taught mm. you to hate yourself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely Absolutely. And, and if anyone has kind of going through anything like that, I recommend the book, uh, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. It talks a lot about self-hate, you know, and, and, and he kind of outlines in the introduction really eloquently uh, about, you know, as a child, we're born, we're really pure. I mean, we don't have agreements, you know, we don't have language. Uh, one of the, I was a teacher for a while and a, a I think a 14 year old Chinese student asked me like, Hey, did you remember anything before you were four years old? And I realized I didn't. And then I started asking people if anyone else remembered and no one, no one did. And then I started researching and it's actually interesting because there's really no concept of time really happening yet as a baby, you know, all of that, there's no past and future. It's just, you're so ingrained in the present moment. Mm. And a lot of these agreements we pick up about who we should be, where we should be in our lives, all of that is usually conditioned. So we, it's a lot of it's about reassorting, re-examining and, and, and re-looking at, at what we believe we're supposed to be, why we believe that. And is that actually aligning with our heart? You know, a simple example I would tell people is like, when I say, okay, what, what do you want to do when you're older? And, and they tell me kind of like that cliche, like, well, I want to have a lot of money. You know, like, how do you want to do that? Well, maybe this way. Okay, close your eyes. Imagine that. Does that does that make you feel excited? Like, if that doesn't make you feel excited, like, if that doesn't start getting you going, that's probably not a direction that you're meant to be, like, moving in, you know? I agree with you on that, and I also think it's, um, people seek the external and not mm -hmm. the internal. Yeah, and, and, and I hope everyone knows that this conversation, there's no fault in any of this. There's no like good or bad. There's no like one's further along than the other. We're all in this together. Mm -hmm. And it's just unfortunate because we haven't been really taught how to train the internal. So I always try to remind people, it's not that one person has it and the other person doesn't. It's just we have not been trained mm -hmm. to do this. Like we went to 13 years of school learning only about the external so it's 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 understandable why it's it's challenging in the beginning especially the beginning very no oh. very yeah no i'm glad you said that no listen i mean i've been obsessed with this stuff for the past three years mm -hmm. but that's just because internally it was a mess mm. yeah. and i was so anxious and all that so i think that um it is you know you hear those people that they have all the external but on the inside they're dying yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. and so that's kind of what I'm constantly working on is like matching those. For sure, and it's like it's so ongoing, isn't it? It's mm -hmm. so like yeah. it, it's so day to day. <laughs> I mean, it really is. You know, 
I think there's a stigma also like in the coaching field where people sometimes like think like a coach is has, has it all figured out and yeah. you know it I, I don't think it's like that at all uh I think that we, we just have you know we're just there to serve and to I always think of it like this like if I went through two years of suffering with something and then I learned how to overcome it I would love to save you that two years of suffering you know that's, that's how I look at coaching you know what mm. I mean I like, love that. <laughs> you know, I'd, lo- I'd love to take that two years and turn it into a day, you know, because that, that's what it's all about. That's why I always teach, uh, teach what I've only experienced. I, I really don't teach from books or just from like a book I read, you know. No, I agree with you on that. I love that. That is so true. Well, hello. I, I told you this before we, uh, our first call, yeah. yeah. And I said that, I mean, I thought there was something wrong with me because I couldn't have an orgasm. And so that was years of me doing, like figuring it out. And so Absolutely. that's why I'm so passionate about what I'm doing. Exactly. And, and, and what's so cool now is like, okay, and your clients resonate with that. You know, the listeners mm-hmm. resonate with that. You've experienced that. Like you've gone through the experience, you've overcame it. That's what, that's what it's all about. I mean, experiential knowledge, if you go back to the Greeks, it's called something, it's called gnosis. And like, that is like what, what, what I search for. That's what an ayahuasca experience can give you. You know, it can give you an experience that's deeper and you're going to have that with you forever. And that's, that's what it's about is experiential knowledge. We want to experience more. Yes. You know, the information age is is really cool. But once again, information in terms of actual knowledge is only the tip of the iceberg. I mean, first you have to, I always say, first you got to get the information. Then you got to kind of learn and understand it. Then you got to be able to apply it to your life. Then you got to start applying it. Then you got to simulate it. Then you then it, then eventually it becomes actual knowledge. Before that, I mean, information is is simply words. If it's not used, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Well, that's yeah. why they say you know all these people read those self help books and then nothing happens. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and the thing is, like once again, I've been there. You know, me too. First yeah. couple years, right? I am reading everything. I'm on YouTube all the time. You know, like I'm like watching every YouTube video, and nothing happens. Golden rule, man. Less is more. <laughs> less is more. Yes, yes. Less is more. Yes, I so agree with you on that. And listen, this is something that I'm constantly worrying on too. Is like I'm. I wouldn't say I wouldn't identify. I don't want to identify myself as a minimalist, but I do sure. agree with the whole concept of less is more. In terms of every area of our lives. Yeah. Yes. 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 And it's like, it's like, I think of less is more is like, okay, let's, let's like reverse the framework a little bit and let's allow our being to work a little bit. Let's allow something deeper of ourselves to manifest. If, if we don't give ourselves any time, the magic can't happen. The magic's always there but it needs to be given time, just like our body will heal itself. I think of it like with a, with a cut. If I cut my arm, I'm going to give my arm time to heal. I'm not going to go run in sand and, 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 you know, I mean, scrape it over and over again. It's the same with the, with, the, with the mind, with our emotions. We have to sometimes give ourselves a little bit of time to kind of unwind and to sit. And a lot of this is just like that little behavior switch because it's, it's very habitual. And I noticed this firsthand experience, guys. I left the country. I had no Facebook. I had no social media. I came back. I got social media. I started developing that habit of constantly looking at it for some reason. Caught myself and said, hey, is this beneficial? So we all are prone to that. But it's ultimately up to us to decide what we want to do with our lives and to empower and realize we have choice in everything that we do.
Mm, I definitely agree with you on that. So what takeaway do you want to leave everybody with? Yeah, I mean, there's, 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 this conversation was fun. It took a lot of turns. Uh, takeaway, I would really encourage people to empower themselves by remembering what they have. They, they have a beautiful immune system. You know, we're stronger together. Uh, I feel like right now, the answers that we want, they're not going to be coming. That just seems to be the way that this is being, you know, just given to us in the manner that they're giving us for whatever reason that is, you, you know, if anyone can kind of contemplate that, but mm -hmm. just ground ourselves in, in what's natural, ground ourselves, take this time to, to let a passion burn instrument, calling friends, learning, but whatever it is, make sure you like doing it. And then that will really pull you right along. Mm -hmm. Yes. That sounds amazing. Okay, so where can everybody find you? Oh, cool. Yeah, so my name's Zach Pontrello. You can find me, if you go on Facebook, you can find me at One Thought Growth. Uh, if you go on to Instagram, you can find me at One Thought Growth as well as YouTube. Mm, sounds great. Thank you so much for joining me. This was Thank such a so great much. conversation. Oh, it was awesome, Haley. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay, well, everybody, let us know what you thought about the episode. Be sure to subscribe, share, like. And I will talk with you later. All right. Bye.